I was in Arizona in the States at a very small college called Prescott College, sort of alternative education place. Uh, we did immersion study and lots and lots of field work for the sciences. It was very hands-on, very modern thinking kind of place. And I took this course with a man originally from Scotland named Robert Bruce. He was adorable. He'd retired from, as I understood it, the British civil service where he'd served most of his career in India, probably other places in that part of the world, which is where presumably he encountered Hinduism and Buddhism. But he must have been 70 at the time I met him. He had a little Australian sheepdog named Shadrach, who was always... We, our little seminar was maybe six people, eight people. We met in his sitting room, in his flat, with the dog and tea, and it's all very, very English. I, I think he was a Buddhist in the way that... This was in 1971 or two, by the way, pretty early on as Buddhism was coming to the West. I think he was a Buddhist in the way that lots and lots of uh, Westerners were. They encountered Buddhism intellectually, maybe had some cultural experiences in Asia, and weren't really practitioners. But something resonated for them. They conceptually were in agreement. I think he was that sort of Buddhist. The other Buddhism available to me at the time would have been Shunryu Suzuki at the San Francisco Buddhist Center. I actually consider him my first teacher. I didn't get deeply involved there, but I did visit and, of course, like everyone, uh, read Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. I have a first edition, you know. Woohoo, how exciting. Because I was in California at the time that it was published. There was Tassahara was getting going. I'm not sure when Green Gulch started, but these are places that still continue today. Jokoji existed at that time, by the way. That's a retreat center that we've rented sometimes in the States from the San Francisco Sangha. Yeah, so Zen practice was pretty dominant in California at the time, and I definitely participated something about the aesthetic approach and the sort of direct intuitive approach still speaks to me. Although the formalism of Soto Zen made me a bit nervous and probably still does. <laughs> the other kind of Buddhism that would have been available to me was Tibetan Buddhism through Chogyam Trungpa. I was aware of him. I was reading his books Spiritual materialism was kind of making the rounds at the time. In the early 70s, he would have still been in Vermont, hadn't moved to Colorado yet. And then Naropa University started. And by the time I was finishing university, I thought, ooh, Naropa, cool. But I never went. And to be honest, I'm glad I didn't because I was not very self-aware might easily have gotten sucked into his world and maybe not had a good experience. Many, many people didn't have a good experience in his world. <laughs>